On this week's podcast, we're talking to our special guest, Brittany Bradley, all about education marketing. It's going to be a great time, so definitely do not tune out. Tune in, stay tuned, and enjoy the time. Hi, and welcome to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Harris. And today we're going to be talking about marketing for education. And of course, the first person I thought of to talk about that is our friend, Brittany Bradley. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Hi, Brian. Thanks for asking me. And I say our friend, Brittany Bradley, we've known each other for, well, I guess, about three or four years now. Yeah, yeah. And that was because you used to be on staff at Dogwood. I did. And so that was, it wasn't that long ago because <laughs> I think about it, like during the whole pandemic and everything, we did a lot of Zoom meetings and yes. got, to, got to see you a lot. Like I think literally... <laughs> Was it like right before that when we hired you, or it was like three weeks or so after I started? I think somewhere okay. in there. Yeah, it was. I feel it was like fast. it was really close. Yeah, because yeah, it was like four or five months there where all that stuff was going on, and you had kids at the house and everything else going on with your family, and yes. like living different places and yes. trying to adjust the <laughs> pandemic. And we got to know your girls really well during that time. <laughs> you did. <laughs> they would make appearances in our podcasts and stuff. So, but not our podcast, our our Zoom meetings. Zoom meetings, yes, yes. they would show up. Yeah, which was always fun. Everyone got to just we got to know them really well, and then we had our big social out there, and of course we got. To come out of that, and we're like, oh, there's Brittany. Yeah. Oh, she's real. Yes, I am a real person. <laughs> well, we've moved so far since then, and uh, we'll kind of talk about it a little bit this about this. But I guess just tell us a little bit about yourself. And uh, we we just talked about your connection with Dogwood, but um, let me I guess let me step one thing back and tell people what you do because you are the marketing director at Montgomery Catholic now. Yes, yes, and, I and am. that was a it was a good ending with, with your time at Dogwood. It was a sad ending. It was bittersweet. Yes. Yeah. It was, we were so proud of you, though. Like, literally, <laughs> I remember, like, we, we came out to the, the parking lot at the old building, and you're like, I, I have something to tell you. And I think you didn't know if it was right at a year, like, and when it this was, happened. It was pretty close to it, yeah. And it was it was rough. I felt I felt bad leaving. I really enjoyed my time working with you guys. And, well, um, we were excited, though, because when you said Montgomery Catholic wants me to come work for you, we are like, this makes so much sense. And you're like... <laughs> Yes, you should go do this. Like, yes, but we yes. were very happy and excited for you, and um, and so th- that was your journey from Dogwood to there. So, kind of tell us like what was happening behind the scenes when all this was going on. Yeah, I um, so back a little further. I have a degree in graphic design from Auburn University, mm-hmm. um, and then I worked with a private company for several years before I owned my own business as well for about ten years or so. Um, and then I happened to see your sister actually yeah. share your looking for a graphic design mm-hmm. kind of thing on, on social media. And so I uh, was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. I was kind of looking for a, a full-time kind of yeah. getting a foot in the door at a job kind of thing. And uh, it uh, worked out well and I uh, started working for you guys. And then shortly after we had the pandemic, like you were talking mm-hmm. about, and then I ended up getting a phone call from Montgomery Catholic. Um, I have three children at the school. Um, two at the time at the school, yeah. and uh, they called and said, "Hey, look, we're we're looking to boost our enrollment in marketing, and we'd love for you to be on an enrollment and marketing committee." I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. great, no problem." And then little by little, about two months into that, they said, "Hey, look, we're looking to hire a, a somebody now." You know, so um, I applied for the position along with several others, and uh, ended up getting the job. And it was kind of like a oh my gosh, now I have to leave Dogwood. <laughs> well, I remember like when you joined the committee because you, you were asking lots of really good questions. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool to kind of like hear the behind the scenes of, of what Montgomery Catholic was doing. And then little did I know, and, and like I said, it wasn't a surprise that they would want to steal you. <laughs> yeah. Was, was the person that called you, was it Justin? Or no, it, 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 wasn't? Was, okay. it was actually our um, 
admissions director, Julie Emerson, is okay. who, who called me. I was um, imagining Justin Costanza is calling you, and he's like, <laughs> come home, Brittany. Because not only that, I mean, you went to Montgomery Catholic also, too. I did, yes. Um, I am a 2003 graduate from Montgomery Catholic, and then my mother graduated from Montgomery Catholic, my siblings. So my yeah. kids are third generation, which is not unheard of for Montgomery Catholic. And that's what made this so natural to me. When you said, I'm going to go work for Montgomery Catholic, I'm like, this makes sense. <laughs> Like well, it, it really did. I mean, you, y'all had a long legacy there. I mean, this is, it made a lot, I mean, you're very passionate about Montgomery Catholic, as you should be absolutely. when you've grown up in that area. So absolutely. it's really easy when it's something to market something that you're already passionate about too. So. And it's and it's nice to be near my children too, and be able to see them regularly and, and that kind of thing. So it works so, out well. Well, so we're going to be talking more about the marketing part of what you do now. So at Montgomery Catholic, what is y'all's primary audience when it comes to marketing? We actually struggle with this concept <laughs> regularly because it's not just one audience. We yeah. have our students who are typically on Instagram is mm-hmm. where we, we find hitting them and getting them involved is usually on Instagram. But then we also have our prospective families and we have our current families. We have alumni. Um, a military is a huge target for us as well. Um, about 18 to 20% of our Students every year are retired or current active duty military families. Mm-hmm. So we have a good influx and, and leaving as well every every year um, that we try and make sure we keep that rotating um, and pull those families back in. And so we have lots of targets that we're yeah. out there trying to get. So. Well, don't y'all have um, like a, a pretty decent like Korean population also? We too? do have a Korean population. Um, well, most, we- mostly at our Holy Spirit campus mm-hmm. tends to have a higher Korean population. And then we have a uh, higher Hispanic population at our St. Bede Elementary campus as that? well. So, so they both end up, what, how's that work when they come to the junior high? When they um, move up, do, or do they stay in? Do, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a, it's working out really well. Um, we have actually been very intentional about trying to um, pull in our Hispanic families. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that our, our school president, Justin Costanza, um, has really been um, active in looking into, is that for the Hispanic population, um, Catholic education, they, they view it as being for the wealthy. Hmm. And for us, it's, it's not for the wealthy, it's for the faithful. And so we really want to make sure that those Hispanic families in Montgomery and, and surrounding areas know that they are welcome to come That's to really us. Cool. Um, and so we've really been intentional about expanding that population and, and inviting them to our school. I know one thing we talked about, too, was the percentage of people that are involved already in in the Catholic churches here in Montgomery that attend the school versus those who just attend the school. And y'all have done a really good outreach, it seems like, not only doing a good job of getting the people who are already participating in the church in the schools, but like, what's the percentage of kids that are not even members of the Catholic Church here? Um, I, was, I was thinking it was like forty percent or higher. We're about a sixty forty for the most part. Sixty yeah. percent um, Catholic, forty percent non Catholic, um, and and that's just fantastic. Anyone is invited. Catholic means universal, mm-hmm. um, and we are a Catholic school religiously, but we Catholic ultimately means universal, and everyone is welcome to be a part of our. And school. I think that's really cool that y'all have been able to reach. I mean, just beyond that, because the natural assumption is. Oh, it says Catholic in the name. I have to be Catholic to go there. Exactly. And that's not true. No, I mean, and not y'all at done all. a really good job in marketing that, I feel like, because like growing up here, I never thought a oh, Montgomery Catholic, oh, there you can't go there because you're you're not Catholic. Not yeah, at all. I, I never felt that. So <laughs> um so knowing all you all these different primary audiences you have really I mean, there's not really one primary audience. You have all these different things. Um, how do y'all juggle being intentional and in reaching every one of these? I mean, like that's hard because you mentioned different audiences for different ones. 
But is there anything else y'all are doing to be specific to each audience? Um, right this minute, we actually, part of our enrollment and retention committee, which I'm now help run mm-hmm. with Julie Emerson, um, we have actually just instituted, um, we have a volunteer, a military family um, parent who volunteered to be a part of this um, committee with us, and she is now our military liaison. So whenever we host events and things like that, she helps us to be intentional about reaching out to those military families um, and in making sure that they feel welcome and invited to join mm-hmm. us. Um, so that's one of the big things that we have just started recently. Okay. Um, well, that's so really that's cool. Nice. I mean, like with the Hispanic population, is that mostly coming from inside the church? Um, mostly from okay. inside the church. Um, and our elementary um, Spanish teacher, Rory Richardson, is um, really intentional about involving those families as well. She hosts mm-hmm. a um, coffee and conversations monthly and invites all of those families to come to our St. Bede campus and um, just have a little gathering and a little meeting and make sure that they feel welcome and involved in our school. Yeah, and the Korean population of Montgomery is a lot due to the Hyundai plant and all the different suppliers. How are y'all getting the word out there to the Korean the population that Montgomery Catholic is a great place for them to bring their kids? Well, that is a, another step that we just took, actually. Yeah. One of our... Um, Holy Spirit parents, um, Helen Lee, has been a huge advocate for our school. Um, and so she has actually just joined our enrollment and retention committee as well to help make sure that we we are involving everyone. So. That's really cool. I mean, just finding that one person to lead it and be able to go in that communities and be like, this, again, is the same thing. You want to be able to reach those people. And they're repeating those different things y'all are saying and making it where each one of those different audiences now they will understand it. Now you also mentioned students. Instagram is a, is a yes. big thing for students. Uh, um, all us old folks are on Facebook. So <laughs> well, I was going to ask that. What's the other platform? <laughs> it's, so Facebook is a primary one to reach the the oldies like yes, us. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So I, I tell people all the time I, I use Instagram, but it's not my primary. I I don't honestly personally don't even have an Instagram. I, I run our Instagram at school, but I don't personally have one. That's um, funny. I've had to force myself to use it because I'm like, naturally, I go to Facebook. Yeah. As I've gotten where I've actually started sharing more of my things from Instagram so that I can be better at it for when I'm doing it for my clients or being able to tell people about it. I had to force myself to do that. So, but it's not natural. Like this whole stories thing, like I understand this great and all that, but I have to go, all right, I've posted this. Now I should go share it on my stories. Like, <laughs> Why 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 do we have to do it that way? Like it used to, I could just post it on Facebook and it would just go everywhere. Yeah, you know, I'd have to put yeah. it on a story or go to another platform, and now I have to do it everywhere and all these different things. So, anyway, that's that's a whole other story. I can chase that. So, so uh, what are like the marketing goals for you guys when it comes down to like is it? Just trying to grow the student population? Is that the main marketing goal or something else? That is usually our main marketing goal would be, like I said, like you said, to grow our population. But at the same time, it's to retain those that we already have mm. as well. You want to make sure that your your families are happy. And if there is an issue with something, making sure that it's handled, making sure that you're sharing the, the good news to bring people in, but also to keep those that we have with us. Hmm. So that's, that's a big one, too. So, um, I guess this is one of those harder ones too. Is this there's are there unique challenges to just being a private Catholic school versus just another private school? Because you, don't, you I guess you don't really know. You haven't been in another private school. <laughs> but get, tell us some of the unique challenges of being Catholic that you have to like be aware of. Um, well, kind of like you said, a lot of people don't realize that we are open to anyone, and so you got to make sure that you're in your marketing that that that's verbal and that people understand and mm-hmm. see that perspective that we are open and 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 welcoming to everyone. Um, would be part of it. Um, Is there any special rules y'all have to like make sure? Well, we can't say this because <laughs> we'd be getting someone mad at us or anything like that. Like, no, 
no, not okay. at all. But okay. there is, um, you do have to be kind of aware. Like sometimes if it's a, a specific photo taken in a certain way, well, mm-hmm. to, to Catholics in, in particular, we may see that and see it as a beautiful religious image, but to others, they may not understand the context. And so you kind of have to think about that sometimes when you're sharing things, just just yeah. to make sure that everyone understands the full picture. You that know? makes sense. So which, what is your primary tool right now for marketing? Um, our current family specifically is, they, they are all about some social media okay. is a, a big deal, but, um, we've also been trying to increase our, um, print magazine articles and things like that as well. And when you say print, like, you mean like being in like local magazines, being in like local magazines Montgomery and Parents, like River yes. Region Journey, that kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Then when you, what kind of articles are y'all putting in there? Um, any, anything that share the good story, the good news of, of things that we have going on. Um, uh, as you mentioned, it's, it's, we're. An older school. We've been here for a while, 150 mm-hmm. years. So we just celebrated uh, our 150th uh, ribbon cutting and things like that. So making sure we tell that story so that the community knows. Most people don't know that we're that old, you know. Yeah. And being able to share that that story with everyone because it, it helps attract people and helps people know who we are. And I'll get into that in another second because I have more questions yes. about the 150. Um, but like email, are you all using any email marketing or anything like that? We do. We send out a um, – I mean, to our current families, mm-hmm. we do. Um, we send out a uh, – Friday email is just what we call it. We're okay. we're real creative with that name, but uh, <laughs> it works. <laughs> it goes so out every exactly Friday, and yeah. every Friday right about noon, they know they're going to get their email that tells them all about everything that's coming up in the next week, and keeps them involved and makes sure that everyone knows exactly what's happening on each campus at any given time. Um, and it goes out to our current families. All of our older students receive it as well. Make sure they know what's happening, and they can't say they didn't know about something. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know I know you guys use some different things that are printed also too. I know there's like a big one that y'all do every year, and then there's other print things y'all yes. do also. Um, that was one of kind of my goals when when I started working there was that our uh, annual publication nowadays, which goes out to all of our alumni, mm-hmm. is um, was a, a large newspaper kind of format uh, magazine, which has a history of being that due to the people who started it many years ago. And it's been a fantastic way to keep in touch with our alumni every year. Um, and so one of the biggest goals that I had was that I kind of wanted to help revitalize that. Um, and so we changed it over to a magazine format this year. Okay. Um, and so that is actually in the mail, headed out to all nice. of our alumni this week. So okay. it's fantastic. That, that's, that's really good. Well, timing. I, it I is. Tell it's you, fantastic timing. <laughs> yeah. I know we've talked about billboards before in the past too. Have y'all yes. been able to use any of those lately? Um, we do the... We do use billboards occasionally. Right now, we actually have a couple running for okay. our 150th um, <laughs> and that kind of thing to advertise. It's also our homecoming week this week, so we've got some up um, just to make sure any alumni who are in town see us and know who we are and make sure that they still see us around. All these different ones that you're using, are you getting a lot of feedback like, hey, I saw this or I heard this? We or do. We do, especially from current families. We mm-hmm. hear a lot about, oh, I saw that in the news and, I, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So it's it's nice to hear when when, you're, when your marketing has been seen. I, I didn't put this on my on my questions, but I, I remember we kind of started talking about this earlier before in our pre-talk. Yeah. Uh, so sports is a really big thing at Montgomery Catholic right it now. Is, yeah. Y'all have a, an amazing football team uh, that's been doing really well. We have quite a few amazing teams. We have our volleyball team has been very okay. successful, and our flag football team has been phenomenal this year as well. Is that girls or girls boys? flag football? It's okay. a sanctioned AHSAA sport now, and this is our second year, second and season. And y'all are dominating that also. They are doing very well. <laughs> that's awesome. It has been fantastic to watch. It's it's pretty awesome. You should come out and watch a game. I need to do that. I know on Friday nights, you, like me, are involved in the radio broadcast. Yes. And so uh, tell us about that. Because I, I love watching Justin <laughs> up there and, and Deacon Mike you know, <laughs> uh, doing their show. Because y- y'all is a little bit different than what we do at Pike Road. Y- y'all have... 
a, a view of them the entire time. And we do, is, we do. Um, for right now, we do, and then um, we are hoping. So don't 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 hold me to it yet. Okay. But we are we are working on the possibility of next year being able to show the games. That's so, awesome. So we'll see. We're working on getting some students to help with that. It needs to be okay. a student-led production. So that, we're, I love we're working the idea. On it. That's what I've said so many times. This needs to be student-led. <laughs> and then that way it, it takes some of the burden off of you, especially. Because you're always going to be the producer no matter what. But well, then, somebody's got to keep those guys in line. I you know. know got to keep them on task. It's so. actually one of the games I was watching it. Because Dogwood is the sponsor of yes, y'all's broadcast. Absolutely. The Se- second, second quarter. Second yeah. quarter, yeah. So if you ever watch the broadcast on Friday nights, you're going to hear him talking about Dogwood, which I love that. Because yeah, I love They do every Friday. Man, he talking about our website, he, he does and a Holy good Spirit's job website, and, and everything every, else. Every time I see Deacon Mike Dover Chappies, he's like, <laughs> hey, you sponsor the second quarter. This <laughs> <laughs> is so funny because he's like, how we talk about you? Like, yes, sir. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he doesn't know who I am or anything. So he, he's, he, he knows the name, though. He does know the name. So. And he sees the logo. We actually get a lot of people that, that will come up to us and say, hey, thanks for sponsoring the radio program. You know, just yeah. little things like that. And Absolutely. it was just cool to hear. Even some of our current clients have came up to us and go, hey, I saw y'all were sponsoring. That means a lot to me. Yeah. To know that y'all are doing that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. People remember the name. And I saw you on there. Um, uh, unintentionally. <laughs> it was the broadcast. I think y'all were sitting was at the top of the steps. MA? It might have been. Yeah, I think MA. We, um, it, unfortunately, because we had an, uh, an event that morning, and mm-hmm. so by the time we got there trying to set up and figure out the best camera angles, but it was time to go live, and we just had to go with what we had. And that meant there I was are. in the corner of the camera, <laughs> and it was... Uh, it's not my favorite thing. <laughs> I loved it because it's like this is this is part of the challenge of doing these different things and going to an away game. Yeah, is like you're man. How are we going to do this every time? It's always different. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, like sometimes we have internet, sometimes we don't. It, yes, um, the number of Wi-Fi hotspots that Daniel Harbin brings to uh, uh, help us hopefully have enough internet signal. Is, oh, it's it's hard. It's insane. <laughs> well, we went. I'll tell you a story, and I hope you might be able to find one. Uh, tell me one also. But we went the first game of this year. And I looked it up ahead of time to see what kind of signal we had. Because oh, yeah. I knew because I knew I'd already talked to him. We didn't have internet there in this particular stadium. But I looked at the maps for Verizon, which is what what I use, and it said this is a 5G area. Like it showed it just covered in 5G. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're gonna be great. I've got two 5G cards I'm bringing. I'm putting them both in there. So we'll do a like a basically a combined cell signal and we'll be great. And then get there, nothing. Oh, yeah. Not even LTE. Yeah. It was like it was like y'all's map is a live horizon. <laughs> I, I literally was like, this is terrible. And so we ended up I switching to another like T-Mobile or something else like that. And the school that we were at actually used gave us their hotspot because they had internet on the other side of the field. Oh wow! And we weren't allowed to be on that side of the field. Yeah, on the home side, we we had to be in the visitors. They actually ran one across to us, and we were on their hotspot. For the like the third, second, third, and fourth quarters. Yeah. But even then, it was really spotty and would jump in and out. But yeah, I'm sure y'all have fun nightmares like that. Also, we do. Too. This past week was actually one of those. Oh, no. We uh we had everything set up, ready to go, and started, and we knew our signals were not the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, got started and kept getting spotty sound. Just couldn't get yeah. it to come through clear. Nothing was working. And about the end of the first quarter or so, so maybe the beginning of the second quarter, Daniel and I realized that you know I think. While we have all these hotspots and they're working, only so much signal is being able to funnel through to that tower. So I dropped yep. our video feed completely. And once I did that, it boosted our sound at mm. least so people could hear them calling the game just like over the radio. Well, so it, once we did that, it worked. This but is, y'all are live on Praise 106.5 also. Pra- 96.5. 96.5. Yeah. 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 I knew yeah. it was a 6 and a point five. Yeah. So we're on, we're on Praise 96.5 and then we um, also on their app and their website and then we... Facebook Live, so. Yeah, because um, it's super important. Y'all get that signal back over there then. 
It is. It is. And if we, if we have to drop Facebook, we can, but it is that's where a lot of folks like to tune in, even though they yeah. just listen and don't don't watch. So we exactly. were able to at least provide that last when week. When I've so. watched it, I've, I've gone to Facebook, and, and there's a lot of people on there on Facebook and people commenting and doing yeah. the, the different shout-outs. And y'all are really good to bring them on air and, and say, hey, I saw so-and-so on Facebook's watching. And, Absolutely. And it's, it's, a, a, it's a good way to engage people mm-hmm. and, and get them involved, and uh, it helps them feel a part of it, too, you know? Well, that's this is all a marketing thing, though, too. Absolutely. Not only is it providing coverage of the, the sport, but there's a lot of people hearing about Montgomery Catholic. It's kind of helping the notoriety, I feel like, of your school. Also, it's helping your bringing in more audience on Facebook, too, because people are subscribing to your page and yes. liking your page. And yeah. so it's a great tool for schools to be using. And then I love the idea of doing it as a student involvement thing next year, too, because then you're also giving the students a skill that they could use after college or after high school. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're, we're hoping to, to try and start that up, but um, we're still in the beginning stages. I know. So. Y'all already have some really <laughs> cool programs there at Montgomery Catholic. We though. do. We actually have a broadcasting class mm-hmm. um, and a journalism class and a couple other things like that. But uh, we got to see if we can get our, our broadcasting kids involved somehow yeah. next year. So. They've got a little news studio there and everything. We do. We do. Some yeah. really nice cameras and uh, you'll have a, a robotics team also too. I yes. Think. Robotics just competed at a, a tournament this past weekend. So we're yeah, it's nice. We have a maker space with a laser cutter and 3D printers and all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, when I, I went out there and toured the facility, I was amazed, like all these different things that were available there at Montgomery Catholic. So, Absolutely. So I, I know we talked, you kind of touched on it a couple of times. Um, going back to the biggest marketing initiative you have right now. <laughs> yes. You, literally, as she's sitting in here in the studio right now, of course, y'all can't see it, but she is wearing her 150th anniversary shirt. Yes, So yes. this is a big anniversary. And so tell us about the marketing initiative that's going on with that. It is. We were actually founded by the Sisters of Loretto in 1873 in downtown Montgomery near St. Peter's. Um, it was an all-girls school to begin with and eventually merged with the St. Peter's School for Boys and became co-ed. And we have done nothing but grow since then. So it's been fantastic. But now we want to make sure that everybody knows about it. You know, like I said yeah. earlier, I think there's quite a few folks in Montgomery that have no idea we've been around this long. Yeah. And Steve was at y'all's ribbon cutting yes. last week. Steve Robinson from our staff was up there and came back and y'all had a book that, that yes. y'all gave us and this really nice uh, brochure. We even got a candy bar and that was very sweet of y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that was eaten, I promise. I'm so. sure it was. <laughs> you have to break it up a few ways, though, dude. I think I felt really bad. I gave it to Lizzie because uh, I think I'd asked her for some last-minute graphic design work. Well, and I was like, see. And I was like, hey, Lizzie, this gra- this is going to be yours now. I was like, well, I'm oh. glad we could help out. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very well-timed. So. Well, good. Yeah. Yes, we actually did just publish um, a book, uh, Faith, Virtue, Wisdom, A History of Montgomery Catholic Preparatory School. When, you have, when did you have time to do this um, in between everything else? Well, actually, our alumni and development director, Vicki Dixon, her husband, okay. um, Foster, is an author. And so he has been working on this book for about five years now. Oh, wow. Yes. So he knew about the anniversary, and he's like, I'm going to have this, or is it just uh, happenstance, like... He just happened to be working on this and it timed out well? Or? <laughs> well, our past president before Justin Costanza, Miss um, Ann Caesar, she, uh, I believe, started the initiative to uh, get a book created telling okay. our whole story. So um, Foster and Ann were able to put together a um, an entire story about our history, including the he was able to research the, the annals from the um, Sisters of Loretto yeah. um, to get all that historical information from way back in the 1800s. So. Well, I'd always wonder, because I, I looked at the book. I haven't read the whole thing. I just sure. run through it. But the cover, if I remember correctly, or maybe it's a picture inside of it, was the building in downtown. Yes, the Gerald Mansion, which was um, across the street from St. Peter's okay. um, back then. Yeah, that was the original school. Well, so also, there's the one that's right down from Baldwin, that building there that I think was probably built maybe in the 20s or 30s. It's kind of a red one. But there's a statue out there in front of it. I think mm-hmm. that picture was in there, too. 
Uh, I was trying to remember, was that because that was y'all's building at one point also too? Ooh, that one I don't know. Okay, well, there's like a, a statue of Mary in front of it. Yeah, I'll have to find. I'll show the, the picture. The original statue that was actually out at the Gerald Mansion has just made its journey back. It has been in our middle school campus for a while, and mm-hmm. we actually just last year moved it back to the front of our current high school, middle and high school campus right. on remember, Bond Road. Yeah, so. I remember when y'all did that when y'all put it out there in front. Yeah. Y'all redid the signs out there. We and, did. We. And that's a big thing. Y'all have been doing a lot of maintenance projects and stuff as part of getting ready for the 150th anniversary. Absolutely. How many people were out there for that event this week? Ooh, that's a good question. Or just um, ballpark. <laughs> it looked like a lot because we were, it was, it we was were all blessed. over TV and everything. Yeah, we were blessed to have quite a few of our uh, current families and, and parents and everybody come out and alumni to come watch and see. And then we invited all of our high school students to come out as well. It was a, it was a big historical event that we yeah. wanted to make sure they were a part of. So we, y'all, um, y'all are doing a great job over there. And I'm, you are doing a very good job, I've noticed. <laughs> thank it's, you, it's, thank it's fun you. to look at a, a Dogwood alumni and go, <laughs> look at her. She's over there knocking it out of the park over there at Montgomery <laughs> Catholic. And I hope this wasn't that weird of a thing to go through and no, do this podcast. No, so, not at all. It's but, all right. <laughs> well, I won't make you stay any longer. You've done a great job. So uh, I do well, want to you. wrap this up this week and say, basically, if you like what you're hearing here on the Dogwood Media Solutions podcast, go check it out at dogwoodmediasolutions.com. You can see a lot more of our um, pre- previous episodes, a lot Go ahead and subscribe and be able to be there for any future episodes. Also, we do a lot of blog content on there, too, where we basically give away pretty much all the things we do at Dogwood. That's always been a thing we've done, and people ask me all the time, why do you all talk about all the things you do? It's like, it's not that hard to do it. We just do it better. (laughs) (laughs) But we give it away and tell people, like, these are the tips and things to go. So go check out dogwoodmediasolutions.com, click on blog, or go down to the podcast and make sure you should subscribe to that too. If you want to connect with us at Dogwood, the best place to go to is that same website, dogwoodmediasolutions.com, or you can just go to dogwd.com. Uh, either one will get you there to the same place. You can go click on the contact form and be able to send us a note, and we will be glad to talk to you. And like I said before, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review while you're there also too. Well, that's it for this week. Brittany, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. And thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Dogwood Media Solutions podcast. And until next time, happy marketing. Happy marketing.